podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. In America, it's estimated that 4% of people in prison are actually innocent. When I saw them for the very first time, like I knew who my jury would be doing trial. To be honest, I knew I lost them. In 2002, the state of Georgia found Kerry guilty for his alleged involvement in a vicious rape. Only a small percentage of those people had their convictions overturned. You know, as one great justice said uh, many years ago, we don't find our witnesses from church pews. What series of events led to Kerry's wrongful conviction? Could this happen to anyone? What finally convinced the courts to overturn his conviction? From Zapier, in partnership with the Georgia Innocence Project, this is The 4%. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts or visit zapier.com forward slash resources forward slash podcasts to learn more. Hi everybody, it's Chris here from the Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Just to let you know, as always, this podcast is now part of the 90 Minute Football Network and proudly sponsored by www.pt hyphen four hyphen uk enjoy the episode hi everyone and welcome back to the Gallagher shots podcast we are here with an emergency broadcast tonight <laughs> And uh, there's been some big, big news, breaking news in the world of Newcastle United that we're here to discuss. Uh, I'm hosting tonight. It's me, Mark, for those of you that can't see who we are this evening. And I am joined by the wonderful Matty. Hello. <laughs> hello. hello. <laughs> and of course, Decker. Hello. You all right? I'm very well, Decker. I'm good, like, yeah. It's good. Now, really, boys, as I said, this is an emergency broadcast that we are here for this evening. So there's only one way that we can start tonight's broadcast. So, Decker, say the magic words. He's gone, you know. Yes! <laughs> Second time right. in two weeks. What's Look happening? At this. What's happening? Love it. We're almost there. We're nearly at the hat trick. Yeah. We've got one yeah. more to go. The game's already won, done. though. That's the thing. Them two, These two things, we've won the game now. Yeah. That would just be, you know, your favourite player's gone a worldie if the other one pisses off. But right now, I'm just happy. That's that. That's done now. That's great. That's who's, just, who's the other one? Charlie, isn't it? Oh, he's just getting rid of Penfold. Yeah, no, but that's, it's like, I just don't want him the, there. I know but it's mean. like, I'm not asked. He didn't do anything anyway. So let him continue yeah. to do nothing and be someone's bitch. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. But like, he's just showing them where the filing cabinet's on. That yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. But yes, once once that happens, that is the end of everything that we've got to do with uh, our former owner. I'm not even going give to give him the, no. the benefit of saying his name. But today, of course, we did hear the breaking news this morning that Steve Bruce has officially left his post as Newcastle United head coach. Exactly 12 hours. No, it wasn't. No, I apologise, it wasn't. Sorry. <laughs> It'd be nice if it was, though. <laughs> yeah. No, it was half 10, wasn't it? Half 10. Wasn't it? Well, it, I, I was actually a, a point with my mum, and it wasn't until I got out, and my phone was just obviously full of, of, of text, and my dad had sent us a message with a football emoji and a thumb emoji saying, at last. And I was like, oh, I think every dad, I'm a dad, but I mean, older dads have just in their recent emojis are just a football and thumbs up. Uh, that's my, all it is. My dad's not an emoji guy. My dad's not an emoji guy. He, not? he just said happy, happy days, he puts. Happy? Happy, like apostrophe, happy days, like happy days, mate. That's why right, he just put happy days. That's well, it. Yeah. Just quite yeah. casual. Yeah, hi. Happy days. Aye. It's it's oh, it's just, 
Unreal, unreal. I, you know, we all knew it was coming, right? I mean, we all thought, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, were, you, were you getting worried it wasn't going to happen? Well, I posted in the group this morning. It was, uh, I can't remember who it was. Obviously, he's got egg in his face now. This journalist had put, Steve Bruce fully expects to be yeah. manager of the Crystal Palace game. And I just put it in. I was like, I've just woke up with this. I'm in a conference. And then this has just totally depressed me. And then within half an hour, me sitting down at the conference. Mm. Like, I've just lit up. He's fucking gone. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, man, you couldn't quite join in and all of the excitement, could you? They were talking about bloody going carbon neutral in, on the East Coast. And I uh, was falling asleep. And then I just couldn't give it one of them. And, yeah, it was just over the moon. Absolutely over. It felt like I've had a 19-stone mole removed. Oh, that's quite a mole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all it's uh, it's it's an annoying little uh, annoying little pest that's that's yeah. gone away, isn't yes, it? Yes, hundred percent. So we are going to have a discussion about uh, Steve Bruce, the highs. That'll be very brief. The lows <laughs> and everything in between of his uh, his reign here in the last uh, just over two two years. I think it's twenty seven months that he's oh, been man. here. So uh, it seems like a lifetime. Yeah, it was July two thousand and nineteen was uh, when he when he arrived. Um, I don't think I've ever spoke to you about. I might have, but the thoughts when Bruce actually arrived, mm. like I know Oliver, right? Didn't want him. Yeah, of course that's just obvious. Uh-huh. But what was your expectation when he came in the door? When he when he came in the door, yeah, like when you knew he was the guy coming in. When he, I knew he was the guy coming in, it was a case of let's just see what happens because I was gutted. Mm. Anyone was going to be fighting a losing battle, having to replace the previous manager, but we expected someone. Having attracted someone of that caliber, you wanted someone not similar, but you know, just someone who's done something. Whereas Steve Bruce's track record speaks for himself, had nothing to do with him being Sunderland manager. Couldn't have gotten the tiniest of shit about that. But I was just thinking, right, well, maybe you never know. You just never know. And I mean, what then followed was a mixture of results in that first season. Obviously, COVID came like the first time. But, you know, there were certainly points where we were thinking, you know what, let's just let's see what happens. Because we, we did get a couple of results near the start, didn't we? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, we did. Like, I mean, I remember his first game was against Arsenal, wasn't it? And you know what it is? We weren't actually that bad. However, there was a crack almost was found on the first game. Remember the, the substitution madness? Willems. <laughs> With Willems coming mm. on and um, didn't know if he was playing centre midfield, left wing or left back. And then... Obviously, that that the goal came from that mistake, um, and I, I, I'm like, I know I, I never liked them or anything, right? But I, I kind of like to try and defend someone. And I remember there was people sitting around us were going berserk about that moment and that, oh, this is what we're going to get every week. And I was like, whoa, whoa, you know, it's one game. One I mean, I was trying to like look at the well, look at the positives, <laughs> if there was many. Um, but that that was almost like the beginning, wasn't it? Of like the problems that we yeah. faced. So talking about the beginnings, Matty, obviously you've just been saying there that. Uh, when he came in, you, you weren't expecting much, but uh, were you were you expecting him to fail? Were you wishing him to fail? I was never wishing. I would never wish a manager of Newcastle United to fail ever in my life. Decker, were you wishing him to fail? God, no, absolutely not. Absolutely. I, I can categorically say I wasn't wishing him to fail. Quite quite the opposite. But bizarrely, in his uh, in his little let's say rant that he's had um, since since leaving, when speaking to to Luke and giving uh, a, a little goodbye speech, he's. He's, he's been a little bit uh, salty. A little bit salty there. The That's only, a good the only way word I can for it. See, read that as a logical sort of reading of everyone wishing me to fail is overall failure at a job is when you get sacked. So us wishing for him to be sacked is perhaps wishing for him to fail, but failure implies losing and 
doesn't matter what we feel about Steve Bruce. When them 11 lads take the pitch, we are not going to wish. I mean, there might be new assets of supporters out there wanting I, to see I, the back end of it. I'm sure there is. I think there's one I know of. But, but all I'm saying is, like, I can't physically will my team to lose. Do you, you think know? you meant journalists in that statement? That's what I was just going to say, because I think Maybe, but that, that, yeah. that's, that's more kind of in recent times where where the, the pressure has been ramped up on him. I can't... It didn't... There wasn't at the start, was there? No, I can't remember anything, like, around it. Other than... Other than highlighting how bad he'd been at previous roles and his record and stuff like that, which, come on, that that that's that's not wishing him to fail. It's pointing out facts, facts isn't it? So, so th- this. Someone else who said that well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, I think that's that's maybe part of the, the the bitterness that he holds is that the fact that he came in on the the back of I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to be the first to mention yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you've already yeah, said yeah. it. That's all right then. No, no, he um, didn't, didn't, didn't quite get there. Yeah, but. It, it, he's obviously came in following in and he's had big shoes to fill as, as as we've mentioned but we certainly sat around this table and at home at the at the time and stuff like that talking about the fact that you know it we he was there there was nothing that we could do about it we would just have to to get on with it and see see where it went we all had, had our fears uh-huh. that we yeah. we thought what would happen with it um for, in looking at his his history and his past he generally gets off to a reasonable start, has a, a good season, and then that starts to then struggle, and then ultimately it ended up in either the sack or relegation. It was definitely going that way, Decker. Oh, Christ, 100%. I mean, I have to, I have to be honest, right? Um, first of all, thinking about when he came in, we, we've had to pay compensation for this guy. Um, and obviously Sheffield Wednesday made a complaint um, regarding of how how we approached him. Or not just that, it was a case of them, them believe that there was information in his contract that nobody else should have known got leaked to Newcastle. So that mm-hmm. means that Bruce has obviously told them that, or someone has. Um, so you've ended off paying, was it close to £4 million for, for, for Bruce at the time? At, at that yeah, moment, the conversation. I mean, which is just outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Now, I remember the, the you think about paying the manager a cheap wage, a yearly wage, to, that's actually all over. But then you've had to go and spend £4 million to then get the guy. You could have just used that for a yearly salary to get a better standard of manager. But anyway... Um, to be fair to him, right, I thought when he came in, I remember I sat and joked, I didn't joke really, I meant it, I thought would go down with record points. I honestly didn't think would 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 stay up that first season. And I must admit, I was eating a bit of humble pie at the end of it because we finished, I think it was 13th, wasn't it, 13th in the first season? I was stunned, to be quite honest with you, that we finished yeah. as well as that. Um, but what kind of all knew though, didn't we, that, that position just papered over so many cracks. It was a lot of luck. It was a lot of luck in games. Um and I think that's when, actually, for all I was giving him credit that we finished 13th, I got really, really pissed off with him in the regards to how he was almost throwing it back in my face. And that's when I believe the mighty Rafa quote started coming out when he was in press conferences. Saying, not the like, start of the next season. Like, I, so because that, so he had the first to, negative, yeah. so, Sorry, because he had the last season in yes. the blocker. He could say, well, one point short of the mighty Rafa. Like, that's yeah, well, that was, And then yeah. that started. And it was like, you're already thrown in, in with face. And, and, and no, in fair enough, he probably thinks it's, it's him against the world, like in many ways. But that was for me when I was like, all right, you finished 13th. You haven't pulled up any trees. You've had you've, a lot of players came in. He signed six players yeah. in his first, his first day uh, uh, being appointed. He had a better team than what Rafa did. Um, oh, there we go. I've said it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, but ultimately, as you say, Mark, we're, we're going to go down and clearly look at where, where he's left with. You know what I mean? So it, it's, 
it's a strange one because when we when we go back to the the, the early days and that first season I'm coming in, like we we sat at the end of that that season and you know we we, we took a little bit of a stick at, as a, as a podcast for for almost kind of not defending him but at least saying well you know he's 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 done more than we would we would have expected he surprised yeah. us with with kind of where we'd finished in the table and stuff like that and 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 how we've performed but you 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 just hit on it there about saying that we did get a lot of a lot of lucky results and uh, particularly in that first season i mean i can think of a a few games in 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 that time obviously when we could still go to the yeah. the games and stuff like that where where we were getting there there was you know, bits of rubber, the green. We had late, late minute winners and stuff like Aiden that. Was a big one, wasn't it, against Chelsea? Yeah, Chelsea. That's... I mean, it was great. Don't me wrong. That's a that's a that's a positive moment. Intended the was the uh, performance wasn't great, but again, like you get them three points, it's such a massive difference. Just getting the one. What What would you say? You know, and we got. What would you say has been his best moment? Man United. <laughs> well, I was going to say that one actually as well. How was the bacon? Did you say? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, going, going back to something you said there just before, you were saying about like we got some hate or some heat, if you like, not hate, strong, strong word. Um, don't sound like Steve Bruce. Um, we got we got I, some heat. I'm pretty sure you were referred to as a Bruce apologist yeah. a number number of yeah. times. You're and, right, like. and I think it was because like I found that really funny. <laughs> like, and people were automatically on him because he, he couldn't he couldn't even sit down, could he? That's and I'm not I'm not even being sarcastic. Yeah, he generally couldn't sit down at press conferences without someone. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> yeah. Was yeah. That, oh, it's cool. Did you, or something. And he was yeah. just getting shit for it. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. And that like, was. I mean, we, we talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. We were saying like it's getting a bit daft. Although it is. It, it got to the point where I just like that much that things like that would annoy me. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. people I, were like putting them on Twitter. Like, Look, state of him. Yeah. It's like, I was like, oh, uh. <laughs> that's how I was, it was sitting with me sometimes. I, he's bad enough as it is with his record and his ability not to be able to uh, tactically engage a team without having to then have a go at him because of the way he sits down yeah. and makes noises. Like, I mean, he's enough wrong with him. Do you know what I mean? To, to, to focus on that. Um, but sorry, so yes. But the, so he said, you think my United are the best, the best moment in that, Bruce? I think so. Do you know what was funny about that moment as well? It was tinged with sort of, um, not disappointment, it's not the right word, but... I remember that was still when I didn't want him to be manager. And we were still like, let, like you know, let's let it happen. Because I think, he, I think I was just looking at our previous, our before that, before that game. And obviously, I think, yeah, it came off the back of that 5 0 defeat away at Leicester. And that's yeah. for me when I, I just, the alarm bell started going because I hadn't seen my team concede five goals in three seasons. Yeah. We conceded four goals twice in the Premier League against Liverpool and Man United away. That's it. We never conceded four. And I was just like, well, if I would, I know we, we, we had um, Hayden sent off, but I was still like, we should not be conceding five here. And we did, and it was awful. And I was just thinking, you know, maybe this is like, this is good things are going to take a downward turn. And then we went to Man United, Man United came to us and we win 1-0 and Longstaff scores and that makes it even more special. And I remember just walking out and just being like, Dad, I'm buzzing. But the more results we get of that, the more Steve Bruce is going to be justified to have his post. Yeah, I know I said I was giving him a chance and and I, I still was, but I just didn't. I just didn't want him there. I just thought after what had happened in the previous game and obviously Harbinger of Doom over here, it, it started happening more over the season. We start conceding more and more goals. And not to go off on a tangent, but I saw someone next you know doing the comparison again today, saying you love Rafa, because you've already said it. Um look at his look at the comparison after them two seasons. The one optic that was miles different was goals conceded. Yeah. Twenty five less when Rafa and I, I'm sorry, but that might only that might seem quite close over two seasons. Goal difference wise, where we're we're fighting is huge. 
And it's, it instills confidence in the team when you're not conceding many goals. And I feel that was one thing that when people say the football was the same, what it wasn't because we used to con- we start we started shipping goals. I mean that center. that jump jumping ahead a little bit from from that that kind of then tied in with him when he came out with the, those comments that are around that the the gloves were off. He was going to start <laughs> playing <laughs> football his way. He wanted to play on the front foot more. Um, he he didn't want to play. You know, but so he was almost pointing the figure finger at um at that that at him who shall not be named. Yeah, yeah. Kind of saying that. I'm, I'm pretty sure he used the line, the line of that they'd been brainwashed into, into playing in that in that kind of rigid fashion. And I mean, how yeah, if, if, if being bra- brainwashed to not concede goals, yeah. if he thinks that's a bad thing, it's. But what was funny is he was saying that he's been brainwashed, and the reason he wants to change is because we're conceding goals and losing games. So when we had it the last time, we had the we had that what was it the season before he came, we had the eighth best defense in the league, even though we only finished thirteenth. We conceded less goals than Man United, less goals than Arsenal. And then this brainwashed team suddenly start getting worse yeah. when the man who's self-confessed said, I take care of the defensive side of things and things just start getting worse. Then he's like, right, I'm going to do my way. Crack on, but you're, you have been doing things your way, evidently. Yeah, it was, um, I actually made a note of that. Note, you know. Um, <laughs> we've got, we've notes, got notes, you know. <laughs> um, the 15th of January, he said that. The gloves are off. So the, I, I can't quite remember the game before, but I remember he got a lot of heat for that losing that game. The game before that wasn't the which, Arsenal sandwich, wasn't it? Like wasn't it Arsenal in the league and Arsenal in the cup? Or uh, was, was it might have been one of them. Were got absolutely hammered in, if I remember yeah. rightly. And then I think he might have said that quote. And then we played Sheffield United, um, who hadn't won a game at that point. And then the Beatles. And he burst the blood vessel in my brain screaming yeah, that, that night. And that was for me personally was the game where I thought he'll go now. You, you can't you can't come out with a saying like that, you know, um, that the gloves are off, and then you're going you, you, the next very next game you're playing against a team who haven't won a game, and then you get beat. Yeah. And it wasn't just about it, we didn't just get beat either. We were horrific, we're horrific. Mm-hmm. But he had, but he had that little uh, excuse because of Fraser getting sent off. Oh, that's right. But then yeah. he sort of shit the bed for me because he said we were playing two false eights or whatever it was. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. He said you don't care about tactics and you're no false eights or something. Yeah. I think it was false. Well, he's false. I know that much. Um, but no, no, you're, you're right. Um, what, what's your best moment then? So I know we've, it's so easy to get dragged into the worst. But what was your what's your best moment? To be fair, I probably would have would have said Man United. If I go with another one, probably the West Brom Cup game, which was okay. the the away one. Just yeah, and I, I know I, I'm I'm like, I'm like thinking like but, the, the the moments that stick in your mind is clear from clear was. Was that the Man United game? I mean, we didn't, we weren't even great in the at the beginning of the West Brom game. They really, re, really took it to us, and then, and then we did turn it on. Yeah, we we came good in the end. But they were a Championship team at the at the at the time, and they had a lot. And Gareth Barry was playing Man United yeah. for yeah. Um, mine would be Leicester away in terms of a moment of thinking, Jesus, like we were phoning up or something. Game. Like, yeah, it was just like it seemed to be for once we had a plan and it came together. Yeah, okay. you know, well, that's the thing, which I is rare. That's when I was supposed to be signed one because I was thinking right, he's integral to this team and making space, mm-hmm. making runs from midfield. And now he's obviously being utilized in a totally, totally different way, which is very annoying because yep. you just think you try to, but again, not like stick the knife in because obviously we're trying to reflect on the good. No, no, do it, do but, it. But, <laughs> but like, that's the thing we stick. I mean, as Newcastle supporters, we know nothing's ever easy. That gets pulled out under every manager because you know, at times, nothing's ever easy. It's the odd easy day, though. It's the odd day where we win 2 3 0. 
Um, you know, if someone scores a hat trick and it's like, right, okay, we we're never going to lose today. But like even that Leicester game, yeah. we almost threw we almost threw a four 0 lead away. You don't remember they scored two in the space of like yeah. two minutes, and then Perez to wrap it makes it unreal oh, save. Yeah. That goes in, we've got drawn four four in yeah. space. We've got we're four 0 up with ten minutes to go, and we nearly mess it up. That West Brom yeah. game we just said there, we concede two late goals and nearly mess it up. Yeah. And just like we um, West Ham away three 0 up. 3-2, nearly messed it up. God, what a first half that yeah, was, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember, I remember um, should have been 10-0 or something. It should yeah, have been. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Clark Fernandez scored, I think. That's right. Yeah. And um, yeah, so then you think, right, happy days. And I remember being sat there and everyone saying, Matty, why are you freaking out? It's 10 minutes to go, you're 3-0. Just watch, I said. Yeah. 3-2. And I just, I just, it just never seemed safe. Yes. And while as, whereas before, <laughs> we seemed to take the lead and you think, well, we could throw this away. But, I'm sure if we do, we want to get big two one. But but then yeah. if we went if we went two or three in the low, I was like, we're we're away. Yeah. Yes, like, I totally agree. So, Matty, I'm getting a couple of comments like your mic's gone off for some reason, but oh, uh, shit. you haven't moved. So, if you want to try just unplugging it and plugging it back in, see if see if that does anything in there. But, uh, Hello, people. So yeah, he's unplugged it and plugged it back in. So hopefully that'll uh, that'll. Put is it that rectifies chat? We'll have a uh, have a little listen, see what every what anybody anybody else is thinking at home. Shira, hello. Yeah, all good. I'm talking. No, he does. Just put it really close to your mouth and see how that sounds. <laughs> That's what she said. Yes, yes, considerably. Yeah, you're back. I think I'm back. Back, yeah. You're back. I'm back. But yes, basically, we shipped too many goals, and uh, it's never easy. To, to yeah. last. Well, going back to that, like. The, the, the thing I know you can look at goal difference, and I know everybody or a lot of people always did on a Rafa. I just think for me, in terms of that, it just means you stay in a game, right? It means yeah, you, yeah. You, you've got more chance of ha having an opportunity to win because you're in games. Well, I mean, for example, a prime example of Sunday, you're out the game by half time, a game that we're actually winning, but then you, you're out of it by half time. It, just things like that, obviously, just so, so frustrating. Um, to, one thing that I've got written down, uh, Bruce, I'm, I'm not mentioning cup games here. Um, Bruce has had 84 league games in charge of, of ourselves. And that he's only had 23 wins in them 84 games and only scored 93 goals. But he was playing with the gloves off. And with the gloves. And that that's that's really bad. To be fair, I haven't got the, the conceded on there. I did see someone tweet, I think it was 128 conceded, um, which I believe was the highest or the second highest at, at that time. And then his win percentage is 27.4%. Which apparently is the lowest at any of his clubs. Apparently, yeah. I saw And then it. that's why I get more annoyed that he doesn't understand why. Well, we'll actually, we'll, we might as well go there. And I think we should just go there. So, <laughs> hold tight. He, no, he has been, he has been crying, whinging to anyone that's willing to listen about the abuse, about how awful it's been on his family, all of that, right? All of that. Now, to come back to the percentage of wins, right? If your if your win ratio is twenty seven point four percent. Surely he has to understand that that's going to come. He can't. Well, yeah. I don't think he does. So that's the problem. But surely he has to sit there and go, "Jesus, I haven't won many, have I?" You know. And then you look at you look at the start of this season. I haven't won any, and we're second bottom of the league. He has to think. Ah, is there a point where he should be thinking, "I probably deserve the shit." However, I want to move on to the shit now. Yeah. How bad do you think the shit has been that he has been getting? Tough one answer, but I, I would genuinely I'd put my neck out and say, like, not the, as bad as what he said. When he said, he used the word death threats, didn't he? 
or something like that. He did, yeah. Or something like that. Now, I did see one or two tweets purely because of replies from his son that were very unpalatable, just no place for them on Twitter. A lot that you see from pretty much anyone in the public eye when they do anything that no one likes, you get the the idiots hiding behind, isn't a picture of themselves, and they'll say something disgraceful, and that's not on. Don't get me wrong, that's not on. But we spoke about this before, and when people were out of the stadiums, he said it was a a vocal minority, keyboard warriors, something like that. And I remember just the way in which he carried himself when he knew the sort of the fans weren't happy. I couldn't wait for us to get back on the ground and voice our opinions. And when we've had the chance to do so, like Decker said, it's actually been pretty tame compared to what he had at previous clubs. All we were, all we were chanting was, we want Bruce out. That's it. Booing him when the ball went near him. Obviously, you're going to probably have people closer to him that are probably voicing things and shouting shit. But personally, to me, I don't think it was like disgusting or anything like that. We just put them, the, the lads put the banners up outside of St. James's Park, which I think they had a right to do. And the, 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 what was on the banners wasn't exactly, you know, disgusting. It was just voicing opinion that he's a bit of a fraud and he's he's not one of us because he's, he's trying to hide behind the fact that he is. So I don't think it was that bad. But again, I, on the flip side of the coin, I have to say, like, there was, I saw a few comments that were totally not on. And maybe shit like that, one thing just sticks. A lot of people say you can be given 20 good comments, you get one bad and it'll stick with you. But also, I mean, I don't know why I'm asking this question. How did he see them? When he's not on Twitter and that, yeah. is his son going up? I, I think that it has to be son over dinner, isn't it? Over yeah, party yeah. or something. But you think, why would you do that? Well, he did come out and say that um, that in, in one of the interviews that he'd been talking to his son uh, about about the abuse celebrities got. He wasn't even talking about himself. He was just saying in, in general. Because at the and time, he... wasn't some, something had happened in the public eye, I think maybe not even that in football, and they were asking football managers yeah. about social media and, you know, was verifying. Really? I don't know if it was Caroline, Caroline Flack, was it maybe? Might have been. Was it maybe around about then? But I think the, the comment that I think that his, his son then came out with was, well, Dad, you should see what, you know, what I, what I read about you. Mm. So, I mean, why... why? Why would he? Why would he say that? Why would he want to then kind of put that that negative yeah. thoughts and, and stuff onto that? Because I mean, let let's face it, Alex Bruce did did at times become quite argumentative with with a number of, of yeah yeah. I mean, obviously at the end of the day, he's, he, we need to remember that it's not Alex Bruce the centre half and Steve Bruce the manager. It's his father and his son. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so I can't really have a go at Alex Bruce sticking up for his dad. Yeah, especially can't. when he's getting tweeted heinous yeah, shite, right? Okay, so that, that's one thing I need to say. But there is there was points where I'd look at him t- one of his tweets and I'd be like, "That's you're you not you're inciting you're someone having a yeah, You're asking for trouble. Yeah. Not not that type of trouble, but people to to criticize you and your dad and tell you why we think your dad shit this job. But because um, because I'm I'm with you on that one. And like I only think of myself right that if my dad was getting loads of shit, my initial reaction would be, "Oh, I need to defend my dad here." Yeah, yeah, right. And I'm not ever going to take that away from him at all. However, there's there's a way to do it, and I think the way that he did it was enticing and definitely going to be seen by some fans, or a lot of fans, that you're 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 taking the piss a bit here, and then they're going to retaliate even yeah. more. Um, but the the I the, the thing I wanted to, to mention, I put a tweet on the day, which I'm basically just going to repeat what I said, but um, like. I thought it was incredibly tame, the, 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 the grief he got. Now, of course, I'm not on a phone. I don't see the messages that Alex is getting. Except, and I, I don't get us wrong. Probably them, some of them were bad. But I honestly thought there'd be times where people would be outside the ground after a game, 
perhaps even before the, when they get off the bus and go in, mm. giving him grief. Uh, I thought the training ground, I thought people would be hurling abuse at him. The cabbage crack that keeps going on, I thought people would generally be next to him hoying cabbages on the pitch. It happened at Villa, didn't it? It happened true. at Villa. Yeah. And I seen Gary Lin- it was yeah, Gary Linnick, I tweeted something saying, um, you know, it's a disgrace the way he's being treated, blah, 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 blah. I never seen Gary Linnick, I tweet when he was getting cabbages hoied on him at Villa and people were kicking off of them at Villa left, right and said, I never mm. seen any of that then by any any pundit or any ex-professional. Now, maybe because I wasn't listening. It's probably because it was also in the championship as well. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Right. But I honestly think, other than, and this is, honestly, I do mean this, other than we want Brucey out, I, I honestly don't know what... Do, what, do you think he's, he's he's maybe confusing some of the, the stick that he's got and, and putting... Yeah, well... <laughs> Possibly because no, a lot of the a lot of the comments that he's came out, particularly in in his statement today, is around stuff that that definitely happened at Aston Villa yes. when he left there. He's 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 had it. Let let's face it, he's left a lot of clubs in under bad circumstances, and and that's only through the fault of of one person, and that's through the fault of himself not not doing the job that he's he's been employed to do. It's ended up in him in getting the sack, leaving. I mean, God, he's how many times has he gone to to the team that he's managed and left and gone and and then managed their their direct rivals? Like nobody's done it more. It's him, he's he's did it did it at uh, Birmingham and Villa. He did it at the Sheffield clubs. He's he's obviously done it here with with Sunderland as well. It's he, he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't do himself any favors, does he? No, no, he doesn't. No, no, and I think the, the other thing, Matt, you made a point off here wasn't on here just now but where when that was happening about the keyboard warrior situation and you know the abuse he then also said that he was getting letters from fans saying we're behind yeah. you and you we're could gonna... see the pile of that. i've got a pile yeah. of letters this and uh they're wishing me good luck and keep <laughs> make the keep bashing away keep bashing away, yeah, yeah. um but <laughs> <laughs> and i was i remember just reading i remember reading that and that was at the point where there was no going back for me i yeah. think it was either after the chef united or the brighton game uh, probably the chef united one but um i just remember thinking like you're full of shit. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. full of shit. Well, if, if, if you have got a stack of letters that big, they're not new Aston supporters. I know that for sure. Well, it's funny enough, uh, did you, any, I, I don't really listen to it, but I happened to just go on Twitter for one it was on TalkSport this afternoon. Anyone seen the Newcastle fan crying about, about Bruce? No, I, I scrolled past it and uh, just was no, there was no and chance of me. I only really listen to it to see if he sound. this is awful, I apologise to anyone listening, but just to see if he sounded Geordie or not. And I, that's absolutely... I mean, that shouldn't have anything to do with it. No, it shouldn't have anything yeah, yeah, to do with it. But I'm just saying, I just went on because I just wanted to listen. And, you know, he, he gave what, what he had. And and he cried, like, you know, and he was saying it was awful how he's been treating that. And I turned it off then. I was like, you know. Well, I'll raise but you Trevor Sinclair, Trevor Sinclair was, like, nodding away like a Churchill dog. Like, yeah, you're right. Blah, blah, I'll, I'll, I'll raise you on that, actually, because I don't... I was about to say I don't listen to TalkSport anymore. But funny enough, I've actually had it on the car today because before it ran out of battery. And they were taking calls. And a guy from down south called saying he's a massive crip. He was talking to Goffey and Andy Goldstein, is that his mm-hmm. name? And um, he said, I'm a massive cricket guy and um, I'm a massive I'm a massive Newcastle supporter. And down here, it's it's tough for me because everyone supports like Arsenal, Chelsea or sometimes Man United, but I'm a Newcastle supporter. But I just want to say that I think Mike Ashley did an all right job at Newcastle, got us a debt free. And I think Steve Bruce, you know, he was hamstrung and he's done really well. And I just want to wish him all the best. And I was just like... Smack the smack the radio again, just like you've lit. If, if you haven't got brought on to say that, yeah, that, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to sound tinfoil at conspiracy, 
But do you me like there's a hundred percent plans go on on those I, shows? Yeah, to... I, said, I didn't mean what I said in terms of like not sounding joy is ridiculous. I didn't really mean that. What I was trying to say though, genuine like, support. Uh, I like trying to get the vibe of like, have you just been planted? Do, yeah. do, you, know, do you know what I mean? Like, because because that's just going to get their their sort of channel and uh, more more likes or, or sorry comments or whatever more publicity. Well, it's it's gonna it's gonna spark a reaction. Like it it spark a reaction in the in you two that what what you heard, aye, aye, aye. you know, and what they want is then you know for you to pick up the phone and go, hold on a minute, that's that's not <laughs> yeah, right true, at true. all. Yeah. This this Which is the truth. because that's what then gives them the you know the, the the not the clicks but the listens in there, people dialing in and and, and all of that kind of thing. I, I had a similar situation today when I, I had Sky Sports News on, um, obviously with the, the the breaking news and stuff like that and. Honestly, it was the, the presenters and the way that they kind of were going on about saying um, kind of what, like, like how how terrible it was, what a great man he was, that he'd been given dogs abuse. It was disgusting the way that he'd been, he'd been treated, um, that he'd been hounded out of the job because he was so, like yeah. all of the all of the stereotypical answers that that they, they want to give. In, and I'm just sitting there going R- absolute rubbish. It's absolute rubbish. The reason that we wanted him out of that job yeah. was because he was terrible at it. Seven wins in 37 games. Absolutely terrible Seven at it. Seven wins in 37 games. I tell you what's not terrible. These, some of these comments are absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Marty, Marty, Marty a uh, long-time listener, Marty, he reminded me of that one point. Let's all have a look. Let's just, let's just, let's just reflect, man. He's gone now. Let's just reflect on all the stuff. Because this is one thing I remember. Taught me something. English lesson, lessons with Bruce. The word histrionics. Remember that? Oh yeah, the histrionics yeah. about getting knocked out of the cup. I was like, yeah. "What the Brentford's fucking reserves? Not yeah. reserves, but you know, like oh, a, yeah. a, a B a B team, and we got beat one nil when they were in the championship, and we had a full team out, and yeah. we could have got with the first semi final in God knows how long." And you're saying it was histrionics about how we reacted. Yeah. Get a grip! Like, what are you talking about? That's that. They were the things that really pissed fans off. Yeah. You're saying we shouldn't care about that. We shouldn't be pissed off and annoyed about that when your previous results were really shy. I don't know if did the Brentford. One come after the Chef United results. Yes, was, was it? Yeah, because the, the, you know, when people you, said that was their last straw. Like, yeah, because I, I got to that stage where it was like, oh well, this is the nail in the coffin. I think it was Chef United for me. And then next thing you know, we're in the quarterfinals, and I was like, okay, right, okay, right. Was not Bright Brighton? Well, the, then Brighton was the final. Yeah, yeah. That was the final nail. It just seemed to be time and time again. There was more nails getting hit. Like, but uh, yeah, but no, you know, as I say, it, it is what it is. But in we got. I just want to mention in terms of the the end if you like obviously him getting that payout now what i want to mention about that is what really gets to us is when he's sitting there he did it just the other day um about i will never walk away i'll never walk away from a challenge i'm, I'm here i'm not walking away. how many times has he said that hang on hang on steve let's go back and have a look at the record books here <laughs> yeah, true, um i mean christ sheffield wednesday wanted to bloody sue him because he left but anyway he's getting this payout clearly there's something in the contract payout now we all know that that's why he's hung around. You know, if the abuse was as bad as it is, apparently, he would have walked ages ago, right? He would have walked because he, he, he would have said the abuse is that bad. None of you want to see her. Your family's under loads of stress and it's, it's not fair. I'm walking out. Happy days then. See you yeah. later. He stayed because of because of the money, right? Yeah, definitely. And he's it, he's yeah. definitely painted himself as a, as a victim today, hasn't he? Oh, and I mean, and that, if you look at everything that's been going on in, in the press, all of his, his pals in the media... Like every pundit that appears on on TV and games talking about us, they always talk about what a lovely fella he is. You know, he's a he's a great guy. The Newcastle fans have have treated him awfully. The Newcastle fans weren't in the ground for 
exactly a, a, a good year of of his reign. Well, that's what I was trying to sort of make the point. Like when he, when we when COVID started, we got that big win at Southampton when Maxi scored. Oh, it was the West West Brom and then Southampton, yeah, and, and then, then things were just it. a bit sort of teetering where when when football stopped for a while. I remember thinking, right, we've got some tough fixtures coming back. Like we just need six or seven points because that was at the point where we thought get through this season, we might get took over in the summer. And obviously, we came back and we got that 3-0 win against Sheffield United. I feel like COVID did him a big, us a big favour as a club, like, because it just let us, like, rest. Just that, reset everything, yeah, didn't reset it? everything. Like, say, Sheffield United were flying, we came back, we beat them 3-0. We did pick up some Yeah, yeah, we beat Bournemouth 4-1 away. And, um, like, but then going into the next season, we're still not there. And, like I say, things turned really badly when we weren't there. And he still was like sort of just burying his head in the sand. And then oh, we've only been there for three, four games, maybe. Five, yeah. five, and and it's that's it. Oh, they've been shocking. Like, and it's like, and they haven't. We haven't been. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't. I, I really think it's been very tame for what it could have been like. But mm. the results themselves. You know, watch it now. Seven wins in thirty-eight. Because obviously Spurs is added onto that list. Like that is just. That is not good enough. And another thing that pisses us off with them massively is every single week you'd say the same thing. We need to keep hold of the ball better. We need to work on that. Just ourselves down. We just need to be better. What do you say that? We just, I, need, to we just need to be better all the time. And then you find out and you see that they're getting seven days off and then that's 11 days. Like, how many times are they not going to be a training? We, we've never looked fit enough. We're conceding goals left, right and centre. We're, he's left with 19th in the, in the, in the league. And enough's enough. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, how how he can then sit there and kind of say, oh, sorry, come back to your pundit's point. That's what I want to do. I do apologise. So I'm having a rant. Um, the problem that we have is fans really was because he's been in the game so damn long, he obviously knows everybody because he has been in the game for over 40 years. In the B-38 of him, he was a hell of a player, hell of a captain. Can't, can't take that away from him. He really, really was. And it seems every single... Um, what's happened? Someone says something. Um, <laughs> Ian Dayton's just reminded us of a, a, a brilliant point. Um, every, every single... Pundit or every single show has someone on that he's worked with. It just seems that way. Gary Neville loves him because he was a captain. Schools, he loved him obviously when Chris was having a go at him. Uh, Talk Sports always got some Muppet on there that loves him. Like it seems to be no matter what station or what channel you watch, there's someone on that studio that has worked with Steve Bruce and loves him as a bloke. And then has that horrible opinion of, well, I'm never going to say he should be sacked because he's my mate. Well, that's not being objective. Yeah, yeah. I've invented that from so many. That's that's not on. Obviously, I'm not going to say it. It's like, well, then obviously everything that you're going to say now, yeah, is bias. Yeah, but exactly. And then no matter what facts we come, because another person that pissed us off was Chris Sutton all the time. Chris Sutton used to bang the drum constantly on Talksport, and someone went on and to be fair to them, tried the best. You know, was giving them stats and was trying, and he's pulling faces and laughing. And wasn't Alex? Oh, it might have been, it might have been Alex. And he said, been, yeah. obviously, it's the players not training, right? I, that's right, yeah. And then I, think, I think Alex even said, well, then who's the person training them? Yeah. Like, uh, you just couldn't win, could you? Is is that the the thing that's kind of wound you two up the most about, about Bruce? Because it really, it really <laughs> did annoy me was the fact that... It was us against the There world. was always a reason that was was not his fault as to mm-hmm. why results didn't go out, go the way that he'd wanted, why the team weren't playing the way that he wanted. Did he have very slopey shoulders, Matty? Did he have very slopey shoulders? What yeah. does that mean? Slopey, means like slopey shoulders? Not taking any responsibility? Oh, he's ducking and diving. Um, yeah. 
pretty much. But like, yeah, hundred percent. He just, he's never, he never. Did he ever say, "Hold me, hold my hands up" or anything like that? Like, did he ever say anything? So, so like once or twice, maybe. He said, yeah, maybe That's once. On me. And it was normally then followed up with the, like an excuse, though. But so, this has to, yeah. happen, but this happened. I, do you know what I mean? Then. Like, in the other point, before I want to get off the subject of more like and talk about the future, <laughs> um, if we can, um, is Graham Jones' appointment. Right. Do, do you do you feel that that was that a Bruce? Um, approach to the board or approach to Charlie probably and say, you know, I, I needed someone to come in or do you think something went above him? Because at that point, I, I'm sure if I'm right, there was rumours he was going to be sacked. Yeah. And then they actually got someone in to support him, if you like, and help him. I know, it's, it's a tough one because he, I mean, I, I obviously came out, didn't he, a couple of games once we got that result against Everton and the, our style changed for a little while, did that split Everton strikers game, that, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was like, I can assure you, I've brought, brought him in. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we have to take his word for it, but um, it was definitely a strange one. But I've just before we forget, I don't know if you're going to bring this up, Mark. We've just talked about people having really high opinions of Steve Bruce, his mates in the media. I just want to speak about the deafening silence of most of the squad, unless something's changed since we've went on air. But the tweet Maxi put out, yeah, and it's Instagram now. I'm apps. I'm not annoyed saying Maxman far from it. Just to be a little bit tentative and a bit negative, though, I'm thinking, like, Bruce literally gave him, like, the biggest slack, I think. And that worries me a little bit because, obviously, we talked about Maxi and how he can be a bit soft and he gets injuries dead quick and, you know, he used to limp off. And he hasn't done that in a while, so fair play. And I, I obviously love Alan St. Maxman. But there might be times you'd be in France and you'd be like, why are you in France? Like, what's going on here? Why aren't you at home rehabbing or something like that? And I feel like he, he used to just let... Maxi do what he wants because he was the so pivotal to him staying in a job because we know that one of his main tactics is give the ball to Maxi, see what he can do. Tactic. Yeah, and the only tactic I. Yeah, yeah. But like, and I was just, when I saw that today, I just thought, well, that's nice word, St. Maxman, fair play to you. You know, obviously had a good relationship with him, but just, it worried me a little bit that a manager might come in and then Maxi might do something that he used to do to Steve Bruce and be like, whoa, no, 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 you, you don't do that. Like, I, I, might, I might be totally like, no, no, no. Do you know what it is? I never thought that until you've just sat and said that. And I think it's a really, really good point. A really good point because in the words, when I think about it, doesn't one of them say you're one of the, is it softest person? Or something? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I've, got, word, I've got, it, uh, got it here. Yeah. So you are, with, without a doubt, one of the most gentle people gentle. that I have ever met in world of football. You. you have been a man of your word, a caring man, and a fair man who never hesitated to protect us. I will never forget how you treated me for that. I will be forever grateful. It's that protect thing. Do you know what I mean? I mean, then again, we don't know if that's a, you know, family issues he's had or whatever, but I just feel like there was times he would just, when we was in France for ages, and we were like, why are you in France? Why aren't you? Yeah. If you're injured, you should be in the gym here and, and be able to get on the training field as soon as you can. There's and, also rumours of him being late a lot. Like even the yeah, players, yeah. you know, when the players got interviews in the programme and stuff and they would say like, Who's always late, or who was where's fine, or something? Oh, he was. Well, they did the teammate stuff through yeah. through lockdown, and everybody said who who was the the worst trainer, who yeah, was fine. always late, and all like in every single Callum one. Callum Wilson, said, said Maxi. I'm going to give my boot up the ass this season. Yeah, I'll yeah. boot up the backside. So it's obviously their way. Take he's been given an inch, maybe took a mile, and Steve Bruce is like, well, this is what he needs to do because yeah. he's he's my maverick. So that does worry me to a certain degree that someone like a Fonseca or a Five will come in. You're upsetting us now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was actually thinking this the, the, the same, Matty. Like when like when you you, you look at that. Bring Bruce in and say Maximum's mind. There. It, it is almost that. 
well, I love I love Steve Bruce because he let he let us let us get away with murder. Yeah, we didn't have to train a lot. We could do what we want, and he just let us go out and play play football. You uh, you you I do mean, then worry that that somebody then comes in as as a coach and is is there going to be that that little bit of a friction be, between Maxi because he is that type of of character and and then like Vieira scene. Like yeah. I mean, we did we did talk a couple of weeks ago now about you know. The, the, the fact that he seemed to have grown up a lot and was yeah, was definitely. being more mature and that kind of thing, so you would hope he would he would kind of knuckle knuckle down to it. But the the, the very telling thing for me in in saying statement was he he never he never once praised him for being good at his job. Honestly, to the, I was honestly going to tweet that, but I had to come yours. But yes, he didn't actually say like A great coach, great manager. Yes, it was just more like you were really nice. You were just nice to us. Nice to us. Yeah, yeah. I, you I looked after us. A gentle lover. And just to very quickly go back to your original point, nobody else has said anything. Is that yeah? As far as I'm aware, I mean, yeah. we might get we might get like yourselves hasn't have it. Oh, so like yourselves, Hayden, share because like it was te- it was te- it was telling that you know when we got took over, it was within an hour of us being at St James's Park, Wilson. Hayden, Lascelles, Willock, they'd all tweeted saying like, well done, like oh, congratulations, Geordie fans and all this. Yes. So you'd think that if, you know, they want to say something, they'll say something That's and, a good point. and they haven't. Good but point. again, you know, it's, it's typical us Newcastle fans to to like read into everything. So maybe, you know, maybe it's just, you know, Hockham's razor and it's the re- the, the most obvious re- reason is just they just don't want to. Just nothing to do with not liking Bruce. But so, Jules came up with a, a, a good comment here saying, um, Shelby's comments about enjoying training more than under Rafa, does that tell it all now? It's a good point. 100%. Great point, that. Great point. I can't even elaborate. Absolutely spot on, yes. I remember him saying a couple of times, like he was very pro Bruce at the start, wasn't he, Greg Shelby? Said a few things about training and about you know the way where he's getting utilised and all this, and yeah, uh, yeah I remember. And ironically, he was out of the team when Rafa wasn't he at that? Yeah, he wasn't really playing. And then Bruce came in and made him a very not a photo. I tried to make him like a photo point again, but I mm-hmm. totally agree with the question. That training was probably very just have a kick around lads for half an hour and go home type type of thing. You know. So apparently, Joe Willicks also came out in in support oh. of Bruce. So he's put a statement out. Yeah, the club, I can get that. One. I can get that one, yeah. Any other questions at all? Um, Dan says someone must have confiscated Dummett's phone to stop him calling him shite on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Sean thinks the truth is players have had it easy. That's why they are nineteenth. So do you think that that you know all of all of this situation with the the fact that you know you mentioned before that that they've had a lot of days off in the last kind of week and a half. The it's something that's been mentioned a couple of times about that you know are they, are they off again? Bruce going off on holiday. It's all of these kind of little things that are are, are kind of stacking up and the animosity that was being felt towards Bruce because of the comments that he was making about supporters and stuff like that. Every every opportunity that he had, that that's that's why there's been this growing unrest kind of mixed in as well as the results that have have kind of led to it getting to to this point where. Because let's let's face it, there was there was no going back on the relationship between between him him and the fans. No, no, that, that that was broken months ago. You know, like it's 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 just been a case of just a culmination of everything: the results, the stories, the the behaviour, the cutting off journalists, the excuses or the the lack thereof, the same excuses. It's just it's just been and people we've got a, he's got a rap list so long and 
not to go back on ourselves, but it's just so frustrating that other people can't see it. It's only the, the odd one in the media. So yeah, it was it was just always gonna happen. I mean, I, I remember that article. I think it was probably Craig Hope again. And he said about the whole, you know, I'm coming back from holiday and there was players at the training ground like ready to train, and they were like, "Oh no, he's not back yet. He's, he's coming back this afternoon." And it's like, it was a little thing that apparently there was a lot of players who thought he scheduled training around himself and not the players, and it's just not what you need. I mean, I've, I've I've had people, a couple of people say to me like. Oh, that schedule's normal, you know, like, you know, the Monday off, you always get two days off after the game and that's what we've always done. But like we said, it, the situation we're in should be nearly every day, mate. It should be, uh, even even if you're not training, you should be sat in a room and going, right, lads, what can we do better? This analysis and, no, we're just days off, days off, days off. And it just screams of just sleepwalking to me pay off. Like, and I think he, he made his peace with that weeks ago, but now all of a sudden it's as if it's came out of the blue. Completely agree. I can't, I can't. I don't think. I don't think we should. <laughs> I think we should maybe not even put a bookmark on it. Just close the book, and it's done. Close um, the Steve book. Steve book. book Steve Bruce's book. Yeah. Striker. Um. Hopefully, it's me, me. Biggest. Only thing I'd say. In terms, I hope, like you know, the damage that's been done. Not not just by Bruce. I mean Ashley as well. I hope obviously that it's repairable enough to to be okay come the end of the season, right? And then we can move on completely. Yeah. Um. In regards to moving on, um. We know the talk, don't we, in regards to people coming in. Mm. Uh, Fonseca is favoured by by a mile now, to be quite honest. Uh, it's been changing. Yeah, it's been changing daily, though. There's yeah. there's been I mean, a, a number that have been whispers, money, and that's I've never trusted betting odds because yeah, you know if, as soon as you someone whacks just fifty quid on it, it'll drop, and you know. But uh, yeah, well, it looks like how far or. Or Now you were a fan of. See, his name was Lewis when he said. I'll say it properly for once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so obviously, you, I guess you're pleased that he's in the shortlist. Or yeah, the shortlist? I mean, like, like, kind of when I first mentioned his name, it was looking at right, who could you get in immediately? Because we 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 were expecting the the announcement kind of to come pretty much, you know, if if not straight away, certainly within a a few days of the of the takeover happening. Um, so I didn't think we would have time to be able to go and a, a, approach a, a manager that was already at a club and that 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 we would need to then organise compensation for and all of that kind of thing. So it was looking at who who was available. Conte was was mentioned very early on because he was kind of the the, the most high profile of of unemployed managers that were were out there at the time. That that went pretty quiet quickly. I think he distanced himself from it, I saying think, he wasn't. I think in- rightly so. You're not going to attract a top name manager. It doesn't matter what money we have, like. Look at the situation we've got. They don't want to risk tarnishing their name, like with no. with a relegation season. Whereas, like a father, is, 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 he's went into sides that are struggling at the time. So I yep. think when he went into Dortmund, they weren't doing very well, and he started revitalised them. So I think the reason he's interested is like, right, it's a project. We've had that before, and it's a but it's a proper project now. And Fonseca's got the 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 best out of some, not a bad bunch, but the hand he's been dealt, and then end up doing all right. So that's what we that's what we need. And no, it's no, it's not a perfect situation but we need a, 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 someone's going to come in right now organize us properly and i mean organ i'm not mean tony pulis sam allardyce organization i'm not talking about i hate when you hear that you'll get or the pulis has went somewhere you'll get them in you'll get them organized not i want proper meticulous organization yeah i want them to look at why we're defending so shit i want them in training more than three times a week whatever it is and i think a fonseca how aura the five will do that, but I just think five and Fonseca might just have a, a bit more now, a bit a bit more, you know, how in the day was only at Bournemouth, he went to Burnley, didn't do well, got sacked, went back to Bournemouth. We've seen 
the great training videos that I'm sure, you know, have warmed the hearts a little bit of like talking of tactics, that stuff that Bruce probably never did. But I just think go for two of the, the, the two foreign options. I, I just think maybe maybe someone's going to hear that, like Sam Aldis is going to hear that and go, oh, just because they're sexier. <laughs> but I just feel like they've got more about them. Uh, no, I'd probably agree. I mean, I don't know much about Fonseca. Uh, actually, uh, let's rephrase that. I knew absolutely nothing about mm-hmm. Fonseca until this morning, really. Right. Uh, when obviously I seen seen him linked, you know, obviously, and I thought, well, I'm going to have to do a little bit of digging to see what he's about. Um, and I think it's going back to Conte. I mean, obviously, George was on the podcast on Monday, and like he said, that Conte is the type of manager who gets you from like third to first, fourth to second. Yeah. Do, do you know what yeah, I mean? 100%. And I, I totally agree with that in, in, in that regard. Um, I don't want to sound down on any appointment that we're going to make. However, I kind of like wanted to know, do you know what I mean? I kind of wanted to know the name that was coming in more, if that makes any sense. Like, no, I thought, it does, yeah. Like, it's sort of lifts your lift spirits more, it? does, it? because it, I remember when, the, when they were first apparently going to buy one in the summer, and I always remember the yellow tit going across. At that time, Pochettino was out of work. Mm. And it was, the, the consortium have said to us, we want Pochettino if we get the job. And just seeing a name out there, and that does not mean I'm not going to back him. Listen, I am 100% behind anybody, unless it's Steve Bruce, that gets the job, right? Um, but I'm, all I'm saying is it would just be a bit like, okay, right. It's more comfort. It's not it? what I particularly yeah. would have wanted. It wouldn't have been on my list because I didn't even know who he was. Yeah. But having said that, the things I've read today, and, that, and also Chris did a podcast with... Um, Graham Bailey. Graham Bailey. And yep. he spoke very well about him. And again, I learned more then. And, and it does give you more confidence, doesn't it? Of course. Um, you shot. You also shared that video. I mean, again, I'm not, not, not trying to slag off like tactic videos, but you shared that video of the yes. top fun seconds tactics. Second time, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it was like you look at that, and it's, it's so oh, beyond what we're used oh, to. You know what I mean? You cannot imagine our, our previous manager, our previous manager, <laughs> yeah. not not the previous manager, as in Mr. Benitez, but our now previous manager doing that. Now, does does that? Sorry, Mark. Two seconds. Uh, does that not? Sorry, I apologise. <laughs> Just sorry, two seconds, man. I'll forget. Sorry, um, <laughs> I will shut up. I promise. Um, I totally agree because I, sh- I watched the video and I was like, "This is amazing." To be honest with you, it reminds me a bit of what Chevrolet Knight were trying to do with the the centre half moving out to the left and oh yeah, all that type of stuff. Brilliant, love it, right? Love it. But th- there's a lot lot of onus here on your defenders, which is what I love of uh, being comfortable on the ball. Yeah. And I just worry that if he comes in, great. This is a style you want to play. You cannot play that style. Hopefully, of smart enough to see that we don't have the ball. Play. We have defenders. to come up with another option until January comes and buy the world. Like yeah, yeah. It, I'm, the I'm, world. I'm being sarcastic. There. That's yeah. that's exactly what I was going to say, Decker. Do you think we've got the players there in in the squad to be able to put out eleven players that would would be able to play in the way Fonseca wants to? Mm. Well, Shea would be in because <laughs> he's the only one I think it depends yeah. that But I, I totally agree, and that's what I'm saying. Like I just I looked at it and thought, you know, is that amazing? But it's horses for courses, right? And I, I just, yeah, that just worried us a bit. But at the end of the day, though, you know, looking looking at that, and he being the, the, the new owners and the consortium's guy, and they're the person that I believe can move forward. I mean, he's been at Roma. He's very highly thought of. From, from, from I mean, for example, he's going to be at Spurs, right? He's meant yeah, to be yeah. at Spurs. And talks broke down. Talks broke down. So Spurs obviously wanted him. Um, well, it was all agreed. He'd, he'd yeah. signed. He was, was he, he was going. Um, that, that was one of the things that were... Were kind of put out, but then he came out and said, "No, it wasn't. It wasn't him pulling the the, the deal. It was the. It wasn't the. It wasn't Daniel Levy, and it wasn't the um, director of football. There it was some, maybe like the the CEO or something like that. Well, that's he, an interesting he thing put you said, Mark. put it down saying that uh, he he put a stop to it. You just said uh, the, the words director of football there, and you know, 
there was a big whisper that they were waiting for that to happen before they'd make my manager appointment. Which was Ralph Ragnick, um, which has gone very great, quiet, hasn't it? Great stuff, like videos of him, and he's obviously a very, a very respected and well thought of my manager, coach, slash director of football, and he's got a very, you know, extensive knowledge of the Europe of European football. So again, that's someone who I'd be buzzing to, to get in above a coach, and hopefully that that works. But yeah, you've said it went a bit quiet, like, and so also been linked with a lad from who was at Lille. Um, I've got his name now, but he was another. That, that can be a very tricky um, relationship, can it? As well, yeah, so yeah. That, that needs to be. Right. You need to have managers that are used to working with one. Obviously, f- just going forward to Saturday against Palace away, they've already kind of said that, that, that Graham Jones is in charge for that game. Yep. Um, do you think when the new guy comes in, does Graham Jones keep his job in any capacity? Or do you think it's thanks for your time to I've got all of my own guys coming in? Well, I think I think it's less likely if uh two of the obviously I think if the Fonseca or five come in, I think I think he's gone. Yeah. Um yeah. unless you know maybe like you say, he has still got that sort of badge of honour of um sort of having a hand in England's success in the summer. Mm. But I think how comes in of course, I think Graham Jones stays because he's he, he's worked with them before. But I think you're the two bringing. But them I don't up. think he has actually. I think that's been a bit Bournemouth, of a no, bit of a red herring that one, just because they were both at uh, at Bournemouth. But Silly there's me. a lot of talk talk about that he came in after he left. Mm, okay. um, but I think, like like me looking at that, you, you almost you can guarantee the Steves are going to go right. Surely. They're, they're, they're going to follow maybe out Steve keep, Bruce. keep Steve hanging you in okay. <laughs> Any job. Any job. Every single Steve. Maybe Steve Harper, he might stick. Did he ah, not get moved over to the academy, maybe? maybe? But again, it, it depends what the the overall plan is is for that. But would you, would you not rather just see a, a bit of a clean slate in the yeah, in the backroom I mean, stuff? I think so, yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah, definitely. All of them. All Get them all and, 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 you know, no offence to Graham Jones, I have nothing against them at all. I don't particularly read the Steves and all the rest of them, but for me... I'm all about this is such a it's a new start right from top to bottom and it needs to be top to bottom. So for me, get them on up. So there's been a new name linked with the director of football role as well tonight. Is that um, the Lewis Campos that the lads are uh, so it's there's a few people mentioning Mark Overmouse. So I haven't I haven't seen or heard anything of of that. But yeah, he's he's currently uh he's got in the cup final. Doff at Ajax. What a player he was, man. He was he was very good. Yeah. I mean Ajax have got a a nice philosophy there of of how they they like to set up I, as a club, I, and personally, and I, 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 no offense, I don't know anything about director football. I don't. Sorry, I know what they do. I just don't know many of them. Yeah. I actually like the idea of an ex-footballer being one. Personally, I don't know why. I just have this feeling that they've like they've been in the game, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, for example, Mark Overmars, for example, I know he has that link with Ajax and stuff like that. But who knows, right? Who 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 knows? You just we don't know. Do we? So. so putting you on the spot, then, Matty, we've got saying? three that have been linked. Oh yeah. Do you think it's going to be one of those three? I'd like to think so. I'd like, like to think we're in the end game now, not to quote Doctor Strange. But um, yeah, I think I think it's going to be one of those three. I, th- I think it's probably going to be Fonseca, but uh, I'd prefer Fav. I don't know what I'd feel like if Howe came in. I'm not going to be good. Now, obviously, you get behind him, and, and I do like him, but I just is 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 born the last Bournemouth size defensive defensive frailties worries me a little bit. So how he's going to inspire? A very crestfallen defence, an unorganised defence, and unfit by the looks of it. Defence, I'm not too sure. But you know, if he did come in, then it's not going to be the worst point in the world. But I think, I think one of the other two will all get behind him. How I think I've already seen this comments in here. Um, you know, echoing what I said, I prefer prefer the other two. 
And I think if Howe comes in, you're going to have 50% of the fan base. Like, I, I didn't want him. 50% of the fan base, like, let's get behind him. And you're already on shaky ground already. Solid foundation bringing someone, even though, like you've said, it's not a name that we're all, we all know, but if you can just read up on them, you know the respected managers. So just get them in. And yeah, I, I'm going to stick my neck. I would say it's fun. Like, just because of what the, what the, um, the papers are saying. Someone said that, that, that one of the papers posted three hours ago saying these advanced talks, but I can't believe the papers. I think it was the, not the Telegraph, Guardian, Guardian. maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the same as, as, as Matty. I think, um, do, Eddie Howe, I, I thought, given the, 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 the circumstances we're in before, was the ceiling of a manager we could get under Mike Ashley. So yeah. at that point in life and everything that was happening, I was like, you know, it's go for Eddie Howe. It's probably the best we could do. However, given what's happened, Eddie Howe is no longer that for me. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not that I don't dis- I dislike Eddie Howe because I wanted him before, um, but I would feel quite underwhelmed, like, if I'm honest with you. That was when it was slim pickings, wasn't it? That was when yeah, that's slim, what I mean, slim yeah. pickings. Because I mean, yeah. the, the argument was, well, Sack Bruce, who are you going to get? And we were sitting around thinking of Mark Hughes and, and Pulis and that, that type of people. So I was saying at that time, the ceiling, the yeah. best we could get would be, would be Eddie Howe. Shane's Shane, agreeing with you in the comments there. He's saying that I think Thou, Thou? I think Howe would have been the best we could have hoped for under Ashley. I think it's fair to say that we have our sights aimed a bit higher now. Exactly that, mate. Exactly that. Totally agree. So, so who are you plumbing for? Uh, it's a yes. Fonseca. And that's more so just from what's been like kind of said in the media and it seems to be going that way and then that's fine. Let's get him in. Remember when Bruce talked about having his tea? And he was just on it was <laughs> he said it was his Sunday dinner, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it was a Mitrovic scored, and then he was just about to stick it was custard or whatever it was and the equalizer or some shit. Apple pie. Just popped, him, just popped in my head there. Jesus Christ. Well done, Steve. Apparently the players called him Mike Bassett as well, didn't they? Yeah, I was gonna mention that one as well. It's and I think that's probably because of the the, the, the whole <laughs> the gaffes that he makes in there that 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 he did become a bit of a a bit of a clown, kind of, in his press conferences and stuff like that. Argue, like arguing with with the press. It's not a professional look, is it? I mean, going out, going out of the, the, the going out of his job on the back of that. Um, hope he's got a slap comment. Like in the same breath of saying how he's kept his dignity was again just laughable. It was just like, well, oh my un- god, unbelievable that he said. You know, I've, I've kept my dignity. And then a second later, I hope you were going to get slapped off your boss. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what? He's all wrong. He's like, all wrong. Jesus yeah. Lord, like, come on, shut up. So Keegan definitely agrees with the the fact around how he doesn't he doesn't uh, <laughs> K, double K is on there. <laughs> so he doesn't think that how he's going to bring that that defensive uh, shore us up defensively, yeah, which, like, is, which is which yeah. is the worry. Um, I, I you know nailed me me flags to the mast with with far very early straight away. Far flag. So far flag. Far far flag. Flag. Far flag. A flag of farves. Flag the far flag. Far, far, far various flag. flags. Yeah. So yeah, I'd like but. Again, equally, I'd be happy with with any of the three, but my my order would be for Fonseca. How? But I'm not going to be, you know, distressed if if Fonseca was to come in. I just, I'm not, I'm not sure whether with the players that we've got available to us currently, whether or not we we could start to play how he he wants to immediately. Whereas more so under Fav, with the type the type of especially the forwards the way that we play just would would maybe suit that a little bit better but let's face it both of them play a hell of a lot more oh, yeah. attractive football than we we're, we're used to seeing would give her a, a little bit more yeah and confidence I, in, in I, the one thing we have is time we have to be realistic in that it's not going to be great straight away oh god no it's really not because Results the, all the nucleus of the squad and the team is the same it is the same but let let's be quite honest having a manager in there that can at least play them in the right position you know, can actually 
run better training sessions or actually even get them into training you know things like that it, it can only it can only be better so fingers crossed and i think we've been on over an hour haven't we well we were um <laughs> thoughts for saturday then just quickly we're obviously palace away but no graham jones is going to be in charge for that one yeah, I'd I'd like to see just a little some 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 tweaks. I hope that he has it in him to inspire the players. Put just put everything in the past, clean slate now, lads. He he should be saying to them, you know, I'm not going to be your manager. You know, someone else is coming in. They're going to have new ideas, but just go out there and you know, he's going to have to. He's not going to have much time to implement any sort of new no. system or tactic. But he might just say, right don't do X or Y and we'll change things a little bit. But I just want to, you should just be saying clean slate, go out there and just, just try, just but try and get something. Like. I, I also think the message from, you're right in what you say, Graham is probably going to hold his hands up and say, I might not even be here, but mm. the, I, you should probably be saying the lads, listen, there's a new guy coming in. This is your opportunity yeah, to, go and, to go and show him what you've got, you know, yeah. and, and show the new guy coming in that actually you played really well on Saturday. I'm going to give you a go next week or whatever. So, but I'd be interested to see what team he plays, um, what formation he plays, but, to be quite honest with you, I was very impressed with Palace against yeah. Arsenal. Just I'd take next. a point now, to be honest. 100% agree, yeah. Take a point. Yeah, would, yeah. Mark, your Yeah, I think it's it's going to be a difficult game, isn't it? Like, you're hoping that there'll be that classic dead cat bounce. I love that. Of, uh, coming in with it with a bit of a change, whether it'll, it'll lighten the mood of the players and, and allow them to kind of get out there and express themselves a little bit more. We'll, we'll definitely see whether or not there, there is more to to Jones in what he's capable of doing of putting a team out there. Yeah. Whether whether there has been a, a Bruce influence and the Steve influences. Well, I mean, obviously the Steves are still there, but kind of in on on how they approach the game. So in, interested to say that. But right now, the, the points are the important thing. So you, you you've got to be aiming to get a get a, a draw. It at, at the at, at least it's not a game that we can afford to lose with the Would position that we're in. Get a draw. But do you expect to lose though? Really? Do you expect to lose, but you want to draw? Yeah, it's 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 yeah because things uh, haven't changed yet. That, you know that's what I, mean? I feel we'll get. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping for a draw, but I do think we'll get. Beat. And then it'll be just to, just to echo David Sharp's sentiments there. He's just put uh, he might even play players in their actual positions, which is uh, which would be which would be nice. I'd like to see that. Yeah, let's let's start. Actually, you know what? That's my minimum requirement. Requirement yeah. players in their actual positions. If Mickey's going to play, don't play him centre mid. You know. Let's let you know. You may even see Lewis play at left back. I don't know. Yeah. Might maybe crazy, but um, yeah, I still feel like we're in that purgatory period of just okay. You've still got your manager coming in, so yeah, you might still get walloped. But I know for a fine fact that you know that I shouldn't be thinking about these tits. But like the media will be licking the lips if we do get hammered off Palace. <laughs> Heavy meal. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, no, no, I agree. I, I, the preparation doesn't seem it's ever been good to be quite honest with you. But I also worry that the preparation this week has been as, as, as worse than ever. Because they haven't even been in training, the man got a manager. Jones is going to take over. Like what they've got, then travel down to London anyway. Have to do that the day before. I just, I'm I'm concerned about the preparation for the week anyway. But hopefully, with Bruce not being there, and if that's been the wish of the players, which from what I'm reading is, who knows what'll happen? You never know. Yeah, you would think that today is Wednesday. Maybe they'll have Wednesday tomorrow training. Maybe a light session Friday morning, and then get them to fly down. Maybe Friday, yeah. stay overnight, something like that. Um, but it's not a not a great deal of time, is it? But hopefully, they, they obviously they know they know him. They know kind of his tactics around. If if it's that whole thing around, well, he takes the the offensive side of it and leaves the defense to to Bruce. Then I want to say something. Then right, let's just let's just put a pin in it. 
we get beat on Saturday, we get drawn drawn Saturday win. We're not gonna have to hear from Steve Bruce ever again. Yeah. We're not gonna have to hear from him ever again. And we're not gonna have to put up with some of the shite we've put up with in the last two years. And for me, that's still got me floating on air and I'm buzzing. And we, we that was the first thing that needed to be done. Let's forget about why it wasn't done against Spurs. It's been done now. It's over with. We're getting linked with decent managers. We're going to get one in and hopefully it's going to, something good's going to happen. And I think it will happen. And, we, we, you know, it long may continue that we keep making steps, progress forward. There's going to be some bumps and hurdles on the way. But I, I believe that, like, it's nice to just feel like the right decisions are being made. And let's not forget three bits of communication from the club today. And, and cleaning windows. And cl- clean windows. What a, like who who would have thought that would that would be such such big news on Tyneside that yeah, the windows are getting cleaned on the on the stadium? We just want clean windows. But that just shows you our expectations. But you know, Matty, you've just summed it up lovely there. There's a there's a there's a another feeling of positivity yeah, around the club again. You know, we we had it massively with the takeover. The next thing that we're waiting for was was Bruce being lifted. He's gone. Yeah, it's it's pushing Warren. It's it's getting where there. It's taking we're in the right direction of where we want to be. Yeah, he's gone, you know. He's, he's gone. gone, you know. Yeah. So yeah. yes, that is the end of the the hastily arranged emergency broadcast, just to announce the fact that Steve Bruce has in fact left the club. Yes, uh, we've talked a lot about potential managers. If you haven't checked it out, go back and check out the the interview from yesterday um, that Chris did, Chris did with uh, with Graham Bailey from Ninety Minutes. Um, it's very good. Focuses on the, on the managers and really looks at what their kind of their strengths, their weaknesses, and pulls out some good stuff. Good insight into uh, who we could potentially have coming in as the director of football, yes. or head coach, or manager, because we've got no idea what their role will be, <laughs> but. There's one thing for damn sure, it'll certainly be better than Steve Bruce. Fucking right. But thank you for everybody for joining in. Don't forget to hit that like button. If you're not a subscriber, do hit that subscribe button. Thanks for all the members for joining in and all of your questions tonight. It's been a good fun. Um, thank you to Jason Hobby for the donation. He always likes to put his hand in his pocket yes. uh, in when he's when he's on these uh, on these broadcasts. So thank you very much. Uh, anything to add? No, 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 no. Are you no, sure? No. Oh, he's gone, you know. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.